Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network as we tackle another issue in the world of football with a look at the Dallas Cowboys offense. They've made a move uh, parting ways with Kellen Moore as Kellen Moore is now going to be coordinating for Brandon Staley out of the Chargers and working with Justin Herbert. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about uh, that situation. What does it mean for Mike McCarthy? Why did he make this move? Is it going to work? What can still be done? How it's going to play out? And the pressure that's going to be on this Cowboys offense as uh, there's much expectation to take the next step. Scored a bunch of points all year long. Ranked very high offensively all year long. Folks, you must understand the difference between successful in the regular season and the playoffs. This is a team that has talent, but is it a properly built team? We'll get into all of that here. A reminder that we go into more details like this over at LandryFootball.com, breaking down the players, the teams, the coaches, the schemes at the college and NFL level. So make sure that you check things out today. Make sure that everything is uh, going well uh, from your viewpoint uh, of football understanding free agency, the NFL draft, uh, what's going well, what's not going well with your favorite team on the NFL standpoint, as well as college football, transfer portal, the second free uh, recruiting signing day, <clears throat> all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our holiday savings special, our scouting season special, if you will, on the front page of our website. Also, a good idea to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, so make sure that you don't miss any of our football content. So a change has been made with Kellen Moore. Folks, changes, everybody champions changes. Get rid of this guy. Didn't like what he did in this game. Did you see what happened? Everybody's quick to change. Change for the sake of changes, changing, does you no good. You've got to improve. The change has to be an upgrade. It has to show improvement or else the change is only going to create an adjustment period that's going to lead to even more ineffectiveness. Let's see where things go with this. Um, You know, it's certainly fair game for any coach to be in a position to expect more come playoff time. Uh, They didn't have the answers, um, you know, in the came against the 49ers in the playoffs. Um, Does that mean that Keller Moore deserves to be dismissed? I don't think so, personally, but there's other issues at stake here. You're dealing with a head coach who likes being the coordinator and the play caller. And I think there is a lot to that and maybe definitely being used as a scapegoat here. The ability to generate points and yards in the regular season under Kellen Moore has been phenomenal. Only the Chiefs have generated more, and they have the best quarterback in the business by far. Kellen Moore was asked to be in charge of this offense, even if the head coach who installed him as the coordinators was fired, and the new head coach was asked to consider keeping him in place. He took the pieces. He got results. Um there have been 66 regular season games played during that four-year span as a whole. Moore's offense ranked number two in yards, number two in points, and no lower than 12 in any of the key metrics <coughs> that are important to offensive football. 
Adding to this, Moore was asked to coordinate an offense without 17 games from Dak Prescott over that span. I would argue that a few teams on that list had 75% attendance from their quarterback one. And although Ravens may have something to say about their absences in the 49ers, um, the Saints uh, have been several on the quarterback since Drew Brees retired. You can see where I'm going with this. He's been consistent, even though the play at quarterback has been inconsistent from the first standpoint due to injuries. Um, if you look at Prescott as he enters his, you know, um, eighth and ninth season, he has run nearly the same offense with nearly the same voice in his ear since 2016. Um, I don't doubt that Keller Moore and Prescott are, are tight, and, and I would hope that um, McCarthy can have a positive change. Sometimes change is good. But, um, you know, there, there are a lot of links conceptually to the Jason Garrett, Scott Linehan offense. There are things that Prescott does well that the Cowboys seldom do enough of and things that he doesn't do well that they run into the ground and hoping to try to get him to take that next step. This gets into the first issue. They have paid Dak Prescott tons of money. They paid him like an elite quarterback. Let me me rephrase that. I don't want to use a generic term like elite. The consistent top-grade blue-level quarterbacks, top shelf in the league, the Mahomes, the Burroughs, Josh Allen, you know, most of the time, with some exceptions this year, Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott has graded more like a red-grade quarterback. Who's that level below a blue? Well, there are times and there are games where he looks like a blue great guy. You know, Tampa in the playoffs, great job. <clears throat> but that's not him on a consistent basis, which is why he is usually fluctuating between a low-grade red to a high-grade red. There are times when he gets into the blues, but there are just as many times that he gets into the purple. There have been some times this year where he fell all the way into the orange category. So there's not the consistency. Yet there's, because they paid him so much money, they expect the same type of player because they paid him that money. It doesn't work that way. You have to evaluate the player, then offer the money, or have another option so that you don't have to order um offer a player who's a consistent red, low red, to high red, blue-grade player money. It's difficult because in this day and age, quarterbacks don't get paid for how good they are. They get paid for what are the other options available to the team that's getting ready to offer the quarterback. Dak is no longer under that rookie contract, as we well know. So now he's getting paid like an elite guy. Well, you better play like an elite guy. Again, you're doing it ass backwards. Dak is not consistently ever going to be a high-level blue-grade player. He'll be there in spots, but he won't be consistently there. 
So therein lies the problem. There's an expectation that's out of whack based upon non-football people offering, hey, this amount of money based upon what we think he can be. <clears throat> and we're going to get a, a guy that's going to get that out of him all the time. Now, can somebody do a better job than Kellen Moore playing to the strengths of Dak and maybe hiding some of his weaknesses? Yeah, I think that you, I think you can do a better than Kevin Kellen Moore. But I'm going to tell you, you can do a lot worse, more than you can do a lot better. He's done a very good job with Dak. And I think that we'll see going forward that there's a greater chance that they may take a step back offensively. But we'll see if they can get all of this together. Maybe a different voice. Uh, maybe, um, you know, they had a hard time getting rid of Jason Garrett when he was there. Um, and I think this with Kellen Moore was from the first day he was there with Mike McCarthy. Mike, Mike McCarthy was basically encouraged to keep him. And I think the first day that Mike McCarthy got there was the the first day of the end of Kellen Moore being gone. It just took four years. The Jones family tends to surround themselves with guys that they relate well with, that they can, you know, smooth with and help them make them look a little smarter when they do their radio shows and what have you. There's some, you know, issues. No question about that. McCarthy, I understand Mike McCarthy's situation. He knows that he's on the hot seat, that he's got to get more out of this offense. And what better way to do it and put confidence in yourself and say, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down doing it my way with me being the guy. Understandable. Makes all the sense in the world quite frankly, when you think about it. The question that you have to ask yourself, if you're Mike McCarthy or any head, uh, head coach, is who is the best guy to call plays? Who is the best guy to coach our quarterback? Who's the best guy to run our offense? Now, if Mike McCarthy thinks he's the best out there to do it, then he's not doing a very good job of self-evaluating. I think there are better options. He's chosen to put himself in that. I think he's in the process of choosing to put himself there. Now, we'll get into options that they will have in a second. But promoting somebody like Brian Schottenheimer and maybe being in, him being someone who can help coordinate the meetings with Mike calling the plays is like Mike wants where Mike wants to go. Take it to the next step, you know win or, you know, live or die based upon me and not someone else. That's what he wants to do. Um, McCarthy took the job because he needed to get back in. There was not a lot of clamoring for Mike McCarthy. The Cowboys job is not as good a job as people think. In fact, it's one of the weaker jobs in the NFL because you've got the Jones family that wants to control the narrative and are interested in them being the face of the franchise and whether they mean to or not. And I don't think they mean to they're undermining any head coach that they have. Well, head coaches with opportunities are not going to want that job. McCarthy took the job. 
He needed the job. He wanted to get back in coaching, didn't have other opportunities, took the job. He took their money, and he stood down for three years, and he was fine with more running the old offense. Um, you know, a lot of comments that privately have come out with McCarthy about not liking the fact that the design of the offense was more of what was Garrett and more design. This was something that bothered him, but it's the reality. The more offense was very good for giant stretches. He was great at play design, but he had many well-designed plays and an often poorly designed big picture. They didn't fit together in concert in sequential plays. The play action rate, roughly the league average, the motion slightly below average, RPOs, you know, league average, boots and rollouts, league average, favorite route, stops, comebacks, curls. In other words, the routes have never seemed to accompany yards after catch. I believe that Dak is a guy that you can get more yards after the catch from. Now, part of it is that Dak is not precise in a lot of those um, slant routes that are yards after catch routes. But I think there was more to be had there. So I think it's the overall core beliefs, concepts, principles. What's going to be interesting to see is what Mike feels like, who's the best way about play to go about play calling. Someone else, him, but there's no question that Mike's going to put his stamp, good or bad, on this offense going forward, and it better work. Um, you got to lean with what your players do well. And asking Prescott to do, you've got to get him to do what he does well and not ask him to do what might not be his strength. Why, after this many years, do the receivers run such poor routes? Why are quarterbacks and receivers not seeing seem the same way? Those are things that are legitimate criticism to the way things have been done in the past. These are coordination questions that, okay, fine, let's get a fresh set of eyes, <clears throat> which is why I'm wondering if they're going to bring in a fresh set of eyes to the outside that might help things. Um, many people don't want McCarthy to get in charge of the offense because it reminds them of how Green Bay's offense became simple and stale. Uh, It was a big problem that Aaron Rodgers had with him at the end, was not able to find solutions. Um, And it was leading to his demise in Green Bay. What you've got to do, and what we'll see is if he takes control of this, is can he see the vision of the future on how to correct it? Or does he just go back with what he knows? Because what he has done in the past, football coaching is a game of constant adjustments and progression. And does he have the answers to do that? I think it's fair to question it. And when I question it, I'm not saying that he can't. I'm just saying it's a question. So let's take a look at where things go. Got to get the play of the franchise quarterback in Dak Prescott to play better. Two ways you do that. You got to improve him, but you've got to improve guys around him. I don't think they have enough weapons. I also don't think they do enough things to complement Dak's game enough. The stats would say they've been great, but the overall 
the break, if you break down the film, you see that there was a lot more there to be had. So I understand the consistency of staying where they have been, but now, now understand why they're wanting to get better. Prescott arguably, again, played the best game of his career against Tampa in the wild card. He played two of the worst games of his career in the season finale against Washington in the divisional round against the Niners. That's why we're having this conversation. That's why we're leading to this point, getting him to play better, getting him to play better, getting players around him to play better and getting better players around him. That um, more is not the problem. The fact that they've not been able, you know, we will find out. Can Dak take that next step? Can they put better personnel around Dak? That's not a Kellen Moore problem. So why he got a job in under 24 hours. But some changes needed to be made. And maybe just from a line of authority that Mike McCarthy has kind of taken back ownership of this team. Whereas, again, to this point, he has basically done what the Jones boys have asked him to do. Um, getting back, uh, Dak back on track is the next step. It's likely that McCarthy is going to call plays, although not definite. He did that for nearly all 13 of his years at Green Bay. McCarthy has been adamant that whoever calls the plays need to be the one installing them during the week, meaning even more time for the head coach to spend with that group. Having a defensive coordinator with head coaching experience like Dan Quinn helps with that. <clears throat> so if Mike is going to be the guy that's going to be focused on installing it during the week and calling it, Mike has been awful with game day management situations. The biggest thing that he's going to need to do is figure out a way to improve game management. In essence, Mike's strength is not game management. His strength is calling place. Now, is he's the best fit for calling place for the Cowboys? I don't think so. But that is his strength. What needs to be done is they need to get some help game management-wise so that can help him. And maybe because he's no longer the CEO coach, and the problem, you see, I was asked on numerous shows, is the CEO coach your play caller the best way to go? Folks, if you're a good CEO coach, if that's game management, that's what you're good at, that's what you need to be. You need to be the CEO coach. If you're not the great CEO coach, if you're the play caller, then that's what you need to be. And you need to get help in areas that you're not as strong from people that can cover up your weaknesses. Doug Nussbeier is not going to be returning. Running back coach Skip Peaton, offensive line Joe Philbin will not have their contract for news. So to me, how they're able to fill this staff on the offensive line at running back coach and particularly at quarterback coach are going to be key. Brian Schottenheimer, he was a consultant to the Cowboys staff this season. He helped Moore and Quinn on game planning and preparation for future opponents. Of course, he was a coordinator, full passing game coordinator for the Jags. He was the offense coordinator for the Seahawks. Um, so he's got uh, a lot of um, – uh, experience. McCarthy's first coaching job was an offensive quality coach under Marty Schottenheimer, who's Brian's dad, 1993. Ben McAdoo is a former head coach with the Giants. He's held the consultant role on the Cowboys staff during the 21 season as well. 
These are two people that have had play calling experience. Uh, in the case of Ben, head coaching experience. Um, McAdoo was with the quality control coach with the Saints in, in 04 when McCarthy was the offensive coordinator. McAdoo was an assistant offensive line coach with the Niners when McCarthy got the offensive coordinator job with the Niners and brought him along with him. So those guys have been two good resources for Mike. So, excuse me, whether he names a title for any one of those, uh, but I would guess that those two are going to be heavily involved as a resource. Brian Johnson, the Eagles quarterback coach, who was Dak Prescott's quarterback coach during his standout junior and senior seasons at Mississippi State, considering what he's done with Jalen Hurts, makes a lot of sense that they offer him a title that could get him there and obviously have a role for the aforementioned two. Brian Johnson would be great at helping Dak Prescott grow and maybe even as a play caller. Um, guys like Cliff Kingsbury, Zach Robinson. Cliff Kingsbury's not a good fit. Zach Robinson, the former NFL quarterback, spent the last four seasons on Sean McVay's coaching staff with the Rams. He doesn't have uh, the connections to McCarthy, but he's got some different ideas that I think can help, particularly with the running game. Clint Kubiak is a young passing game coordinator for Denver, Minnesota Vikings offensive coordinator in 2021, Gary Sun, James Campen, uh, I think assistant head coach, offensive line coach on McCarthy's staff during his entire time in Green Bay uh, might be somebody to be looked into the mix. So some thoughts about where the Cowboys are going and maybe need to go this offseason to fix their offense and what's going to be a pivotal year. A reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns like this and others on LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our savings special that we've got on the front page, holiday savings, scouting season sale. We're into scouting season. We're breaking down free agency, the draft, each team. What are their needs? How do they need to improve it? That's what's going on in football this time of year. Of course, we've got the Super Bowl. We'll have the breakdowns from every angle there as well. Uh, also on college football, transfer portal, uh, all the latest news and notes from around, of college foot, around the world of college football. We've got it for you at LandryFootball.com. And we'd invite you to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can get all of our football show content. Folks, great to be with you. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time, breaking down another aspect of the world of football.